0: Welcome to Life Camera Action, a lifestyle podcast for filmmakers, writers, and other creatives. I'm your host, Victoria Rook, filmmaker and brand architect. And over the last several years, I've been helping creative entrepreneurs discover their brand voice, design their brand experience, and develop the ultimate creative lifestyle that allows them to live into their passions. Life Camera Action is all about empowering you with best business practices, industry tips, and creative mindsets so that you can accelerate your success in your craft. Today's episode is the final part of the kick your butts and business series, and we're going to wrap everything up with one last butt, inadequate resources. This touches on all types of resources, including time and finances. So if you want a life filled with success, creativity, and abundant resources, then stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to Live Camera Action. Today is part five of the Kick Your Butts in Business series, and by the end of this episode, you're going to be able to identify each of the butts that come up for you, understand how to overcome them, and then know what actions to take as a preventative measure to avoid them in the future. If you're not already familiar with my Kick Your Butts in Business talk, a butt is any reason, fear, or excuse that comes after the word but. As in, I really want to pursue this dream of mine, but... Anything that fills in that blank is a, but as I mentioned in previous episodes, I grew up in the entrepreneurial space, shadowing my dad at conferences and conventions, then later launched multiple successful businesses. And now I currently coach entrepreneurs every single day in both group and a one-on-one format. This means I've literally had a lifetime of experience studying business owners and analyzing where they thrive and where they get stuck in the progression of their companies. After doing all this research in peers, clients, and myself, my love for psychology and business drove me to take what I've discovered and turn it into an entire system so that no matter what, but someone is facing, there's a precise way to overcome it. And over these last few weeks, I've been sharing all of my findings with you. Inadequate resources. This is something that all of us have felt at one time or another. And especially with today's world events, this might feel even truer for you than ever before. For today's conversation, inadequate resources can be both the feeling of that lack or on paper, factual lack. If you're dealing with the butt of inadequate resources, this means that there is a factual or perceived lack of valuable resources, including and not limited to time, finances, knowledge, energy, mind share, and or emotional support. And again, this can be real or not real. It might sound like, but what if I lose my investment? But what if this upsets my spouse, family, and loved ones? But what if I don't have enough experience to teach that? If that sounds like you, then stay tuned till the end because I have a fun opportunity for you to jump into and begin to overcome this and more with an amazing group of people and my support. Out of all of the buts, this one is truly the simplest to solve. Now that doesn't necessarily mean it's the easiest as in there's definitely some hard work that's going to be involved. However, this is by far the simplest because it really does come down to two options. So let's take money, for example, let's say you're feeling like you can't afford something that you want to purchase. First, you're going to sit down and evaluate your finances. Then you're going to either be happily surprised that you can actually afford it, or you get to make a game plan on what needs to shift in order for you to afford it or accommodate that into your budget. Again, it's simple, not necessarily easy. One of the examples of how this can sound in your inner dialogue that I listed out earlier was, but what if I don't have enough experience to teach that? As I work with clients, there is an element of growth that plays a role in their success, as in I push them outside of their comfort zone. (laughs) That's typically when I encourage them to conduct a workshop, host a webinar. They're in some sort of position where they're gonna be teaching something. So this comes up a lot for them, especially if they're very new to the speaking world or to e-courses. And I want to pause for just a second and make a distinction. In episode 109, we talk about the but of fear of judgment and how that can sound in your inner dialogue can be something to the effect of, but am I qualified enough for that? Now in that context, we're talking about the way that people are viewing us. So having more to do with, are people going to call me out? Are people going to say I'm not good enough to be talking about this or sharing my experience and expertise? That revolves all around the fear of judgment. Here in today's conversation, we're talking about true, authentic experience, as in your level of expertise in that area. So let's say you're actually in that position. You're looking at a speaking opportunity or you want to have some sort of endeavor going where you're teaching something to somebody else and you're evaluating if you have enough experience for that. So it's really just a question of do you truly not have enough experience or is it just perceived? If it truly is that you need to brush up on your skills before you go out and teach something, that's easy. Just go learn more and educate yourself further in that industry. Brush up on those skills and really master how you're going to deliver that content for the speaking opportunity. And in reality, we should be learning all of the time. So there's really no shame in wanting to educate yourself further on things. We get new information and new techniques in every industry all of the time. So it's super beneficial to stay on top of the latest news. The second route is that you might just be perceiving your knowledge as inadequate It might not feel like you have enough experience to teach something. If that's the case, then create an outline of what you want to be teaching. And if you can confidently deliver all of those sections to create a holistic talk, workshop, or webinar, then you've got this. You don't have to know every single answer in order to share your knowledge on something. As long as you're honest about your experience and your level of expertise, and you're not overreaching into different realms that you've never actually had experience in, then you're good. So the two routes to look at when you're feeling a lack of resources would be to either change it or reframe your thinking. So let's go back to finances for a second, because that is a big one. Aside from time, this is probably the biggest lack that people feel in their lives, no matter how much money they're actually bringing in. Regardless of where you feel like you are financially, it's super important to get into the habit of creating and sticking to a budget. This allows you to be consistently aware of your financial health. That means you're gonna know where you need to improve on some spending habits, you know exactly how much you're bringing in, you know how much is going out towards expenses. Being aware of your financial health is key to operating in a stress-free home anyway. However, when you have the added stress of being an entrepreneur or starting your own business, it's even that much more important because that budget is everything. To keep track of our household budget, I use mint.com, M-I-N-T.com. And it's a really inexpensive application that I use on my desktop and on my phone. And it automatically tracks all of our spending and categorizes it into the different categories based off of our budget. It notifies me if we spend over a certain amount or if we have room to play with and carry on over into the next month. So you don't have to have a personal accountant to be able to monitor your budgeting and your spending habits for you. The more you learn how to master your budget and stick to your budget, the more liberated you're going to feel as you grow and scale your business because you have the extra funds to put into your marketing, to grow your business, to hire a VA. There's lots of ways that you can play when you're monitoring your finances in a way that really empowers you and your business. So when you're looking at your budget, you can go down one of the two routes. You go through the numbers, you crunch them, and you find out, oh, no, I actually can't afford that thing I want to purchase. Cool, so you get to go ahead and do that. The second route would be you find out after crunching all the numbers that there really isn't room in the budget right now to accommodate that thing you wanna purchase. As I said before, you get to create a game plan in order to figure out where to shift and prioritize some other expenses in order to accommodate this into your budget. What does that actually look like? There are two approaches that you can take when you're wanting to afford something or accommodate something in your budget that you can't currently do at the moment. The first one is going to be where you reduce your other spending in order to allot that equivalent amount into some sort of account or earmarking it so that you know where that money is going to be applied. That could be something as simple as reducing the amount of times you get takeout that week. What you would be spending on fast food or restaurants, you would put that money into a separate account or earmark it to be saving up for specifically what you're wanting to purchase. The second train of thought is where you create some sort of opportunity where you can increase your revenue and bring in more money without necessarily having to sacrifice your current lifestyle. I personally prefer this one. Not only does it allow you to stay within the current lifestyle that you already have, it also allows you to keep pushing forward and growing your business as you're bringing in that extra income. I find this to be the more empowering route of the two. And depending on how much money you're trying to save up, how much you're trying to set aside and how long it's going to take in order to get there, either one of these could be appropriate for you. So there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. It's extremely circumstantial. However, I would encourage you to find any sort of opportunity you can be growing your business in, especially when it comes to trying to save up for something specific. And this process can be a lot easier than you'd imagine. You can do something as simple as joining a new networking group where you can sell your products and services all the way to something extremely elaborate, like creating an entire workshop, webinar, or e-course. The point is this second route allows you to have a space to hustle in, which is something I'm always a big fan of. Just look at what you actually need to be selling as far as the monetary amount, which is why that budget is really important. You need to know exactly what you're bringing in and what where you're missing, what those gaps look like for you. And then figure out what is going to be the best way to hustle in order to achieve that. So it might be just reducing some of your current expenses, or it might be increasing your overall income. The point is to not accept your current circumstances. If you're not happy with the way your resources are laying out for you and you feel like you're being blocked by things like not being able to afford stuff, not having enough time or energy, figure out what you need to do in order to change that reality. So make some adjustments, make some shifts, hustle a little bit more or reduce some expenses. Whichever way you feel is most appropriate for you and is going to get you to their goals is the most important route to take. I see so many entrepreneurs get stuck in this mindset of inadequate resources where all of their buts that they say out loud to me align with this mindset of lack And as entrepreneurs and especially as creatives, it's really easy to get in this mindset, right? it's not wrong to feel this at one time or another. It's what you do after you're having these feelings that matter. So taking notice that something isn't fitting within your budget doesn't mean that you have to live there. You just take notice of it and then you get to choose how you want to handle it. And I think as a society, as a culture, as a whole, we need to be focused more on taking action to create the reality that we want for ourselves. So one of the reasons that I'm so passionate about sharing this whole kick your butts in business concept is because I think it really empowers people to be able to take the action that they want to take to make the life that they really want. Instead of where I think we're typically trained to just kind of accept our circumstances and to passively sit by and hope that things will happen to us rather than making things happen for us. And I think there's a really big difference in the quality of life when you choose to create the reality that you want for yourself. So what do you do when you feel this butt of inadequate resources come up for you? There are a couple things that you can say to yourself in order to get you back into alignment with where you want to be. So if you're more of a heart-driven individual, if you live in more of an emotional state, you can say to yourself, I get to create the life I love and invite even more of the things I desire into my life. Just being in this space where you feel like you do get to control more of your life than what you get credit for and get to invite the things in that you would love to enjoy even more of is so empowering in and of itself that I truly believe the physiological effect it has on you when you say these things to yourself actually ends up really weighing into your favor and allows these things to come true. Now, if you're more of a headspace individual, if you're more driven with a logical analytical standpoint, you get to say to yourself, I am the master of my resources and I can choose to change my situation at any moment which is true. When we find ourselves in a place where we just really feel like we're lacking on resources, whether it's time, energy, money, et cetera, we get to decide, Hey, I'm the one that's allowing these things to leak. If you will, you know, where it feels like there are leaks in your house where these resources are just kind of streaming out and you're not able to wrangle them all in. We're the ones that get to choose to patch up those leaks, we are the ones that decide whether we spend a lot of time investing in A or investing in B and finances investing in A and investing in B. So when you affirm yourself as the master of your resources, again, it puts you back into the driver's seat of life and you get to choose where you want to be in your situation and how you want to change it. That's going to work best for you and your family and your business. What type of action can you take when you're in the middle of this feeling and you're just really feeling like you don't have enough anything in order to be able to accomplish your goals? First thing to do is start writing everything down. So if you're feeling a lack in your financial health, start writing down your budget. If you're feeling unqualified enough to speak on something and you don't feel like you have enough knowledge or expertise or experience in something, start writing down all the reasons that you do have that, all the things that you can share. When you start getting to the habit of documenting all of your thoughts that you're having when you're feeling this inadequate resources, when you're feeling this lack, you end up finding that more often than not, that feeling of lack is actually perceived. It's actually just more feelings around the subject rather than facts. And again, if you're in the middle of feeling that way, you're documenting everything down and you do find out that there actually is some real factual information that you're finding out through your documentation. Then you get to choose the route of how are you going to change it? What are you going to adjust and shift in your life in order to fill in this gap of lack in your life? The best way to prevent this feeling in the future is to stay ahead and on top of things. So, for example, if you're feeling really crunched for time and you just can't find enough hours in the day to accomplish what you want to do, organize your schedule. Go back to episode 111, missing business boundaries in order to figure out what you need to be prioritizing in your life and what you can get rid of in order to clear up your schedule. And then stick with that schedule, create something that's going to work for you and get rid of all the extraneous things that aren't going to serve you and your business long-term. To avoid feeling a lack of finances in the future, create that budget and stick to it. Make sure that everyone in your household is on the same page and you know what expenses to prioritize in your household. To stay ahead of feeling a lack in your knowledge or expertise, consistently be brushing up on your skills. Always be learning. You know, Be that sponge that takes in every experience and brings down some sort of lesson from it at the end of the day. To stay ahead of feeling a lack of energy, Change your sleeping habits, change your eating habits, start exercising more. If you're feeling like you need extra help, talk to a doctor, a physician, or a naturopath so that you can stay ahead of that and that's not gonna be a block for you in your life. To prevent feeling a lack of mind share or emotional support, talk to the people around you, your sacred circle of trust, and be vocal about what you're feeling and what you're needing. Give them the opportunity to step up and be the rock that you need them to be. If you don't have that sacred circle of trust or if you need help establishing it, then join our Kick Your Butts and Business program. This group is going to be a life-changing group for you if you've never experienced support emotionally or in your business world ever in your life. If you're looking for a group to join of people who understand where you're at and they get it, this is them. This is exactly what you've been looking for. As we come to a close, I want to go over our remember research and challenge for the week. Remember, we are all just one decision away from a drastically different life and take excitement in that. How cool is it that you can allow life to be your playground and make it something that you love? Never take that power for granted. Always use that to create a better world for yourself and for those around you. Research. Where does this butt come up for you? Where are you feeling a lack in your life and what is that stopping you from doing? What are the things that you can shift in order to overcome that but? Challenge. Over the past five weeks, I've asked you to think about what buts come up for you in your life and write them all down. Now categorize each of them based off the top five I've revealed to you. First with overwhelm. Second, fear of judgment. Next, protection of and from ego then missing business boundaries, and finally inadequate resources. Once they've all been categorized, you can discover which but comes up for you the most in your life and therefore which one to begin to overcome. Then go ahead and let me know your results. I'm super interested to see which one of these butts is most closely identifiable for you in your life. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. My goal for this series is that this allows you to begin to recognize when obstacles pop up in your inner dialogue and identify what they are and why. Knowing all of this will allow you to interrupt those thought patterns and redirect. The more you practice, the easier it will be. And I get it. We all have those doubts and concerns that pop up in our head and stop us from making those next steps. So what if you can eliminate your current butts and knew exactly how to kick future butts? What would you be able to accomplish if you knew how to tune out that extra noise around you and become an unstoppable force in your business? I have a group that gets together every month where we discuss the top five butts and how to kick your butts in business appropriately called the kick your butts in business program. I swear this is the most loving and supportive group you will ever find and you will feel right at home here. Jumping into this program will allow you to never get stuck in one spot again you will be able to make all the progress you want to make and achieve your goals with a team of people rallied around you. So if you're done with letting butts hold you back, then let's set up a discovery call and see if the group is right for you. Go ahead and message me at my Facebook page, Victoria Rook or set up some time at victoriarook.com. And let me know how this helped you. If you have any questions or feedback, and if you would like to talk further about me working one-on-one with you, go ahead and contact me there. And as always, As you build your empire, just remember, you can lead a life of fear or you can lead a life of love. So allow every decision you make to be made with love. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week.